At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Awful Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Oh, Derek, we have a lot to discuss this week. It's going to be fun. It's going to be nice, and it's going to be uh, newsworthy. Yeah, yeah, nice. So, which one are you drinking? We, so if you didn't check out the one, the uh, Wednesday whiskey reviews, we uh, either did or are going to do. We got two little vials from our friend Jeff Toy from Toy Bros Entertainment, and I'm trying to figure out which one I want to drink. We have Ardbog. I believe is the O, and Galileo, which is the other one. So which one are you drinking? Do you have an idea? I might go Galileo. You're going to go Gal- the last one? I might. Did you like that one better? It's not that I liked it better. It's just, well, you know what I should do? I should just go full Pete. That's what I'm saying. You're already, you're already Which is the O, one. right? Yeah, the Ardbog was, was more Pete, but also more sweet. Okay. Pete and sweet, you know? Yeah. I just feel like I can't waste this, you know. Like they, I, don't, I don't know which one is okay. So you went dot, right? I went O. Yeah, you went with the dot. Yeah. Okay. It's also called an O. You know what I mean. I mean, basically, just finishing it off. You yeah, know? and then I can return the vial. Ooh, that, was, that slid nice. Your your O went away. Yeah, I got sweaty hands. Why are we touching the very top of the cap? Don't worry about what I touch. All right. Touch on the sponsors. I'm going to put these away. I just said I have sweaty hand. Do you want me to touch on the sponsors? Today's episode sponsor is <coughs> Queen City Creative Works. Thank you so much for being a continued sponsor. Uh, it's been over like a year now at this point, hasn't it? They, they've been they've been by our side through thick and th- or thin and thin. Thick and thin, and their rent is due. But what I'm saying is neither have been good. So it's thin and thin, but I don't know which has been. What, what's the good one with thick and thin, thick or thin? Continue. No, like when you when you talk about, I'll be with you through thick and thin. What's the good part? You know what I'm saying? 
thin. Thin's good. That sounds yeah. bad. Well, like, I'm thick thin. is if it's thick, then it's probably more difficult to maneuver through. Yeah. But thin means there's not a lot of substance. Continue with the sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> They've been through thick and thick. So go hit them up, queencitycreativeworks.com. They can do basically whatever you want. We have a bottle opener over by Mike, which he will put up to the camera right now. We have coasters that they also do and water, water bottles that they have with the BHH logo on it. If you want things that aren't BHH, like logo transfers or anything along those lines, you can hit them up, queencitycreativeworks.com, or head over to their Instagram at queencitycreativeworks and let them know what you want because they can basically do anything. Addies, love ya. You've been our sponsor for a while, too, and I appreciate your logo, and so does Mike, on this episode. So, Mike, thick and thin, where, where do we go from here? Useless fact, and then we're going to break the news. Break the news. All right, go for it. All right. In 1957, an airplane crashed into Rikers Island. Do you know what Rikers Island is? Did you press record on yours? No. Press it. Rikers Island? Yeah, it's in New York, right? Isn't it, like, right here? Is all of that gone? No. We still got it on here. How? Here. That's insane. Right? So that's a failsafe. Correct. Oh, that's amazing news. Yeah. It's okay, all, cool. We, we have so many redundancies built in that you can't even fail. We're too big to fail. So Rikers Island is downstate. Yeah. It's right oh, outside right. of okay, yeah, okay, it's okay. right outside yeah. of like Manhattan area. I gotcha. Okay. It's a prison. It's a it's a four hundred acre prison complex, but it's an island, obviously, because it's called Rikers Island. Okay, Derek? Yep. Okay. Fifty seven inmates jumped into action in nineteen fifty seven due to a plane crash that hit Rikers Island. Fifty-seven people that were criminals from the statistics, they helped save lives, essentially. And many of the prisoners were either set free or they received reduced sentences because of their good deeds. Oh, okay. So, the reason why this is important... That kind of plays more into play than, like, you clean the toilets pretty well for six weeks, so we'll let you out 14 days early. Yeah, right. Like, I think that that's probably a little more important that you saved lives during a plane crash, so we'll let you out a, a year early. They showed their true character. Right. You know? Sure. Yeah. Criminals. So, criminals, from the statistics. <laughs> if you don't know the New Girl's quote, watch New Girl. Um, so, the reason why that's important and how this is going to roll over into the news is I was getting hammered by my wife asking if I was going to break the news, so I'm going to break the news. So Rikers Island is right outside of New York City. Megafan used to work there. Hmm. Fun fact about Megafan. He resigned from his position and ended up deciding to go full-time in the Army. Oh, really? Yeah. So he was a he was a guard at Rikers Island, and it's a zoo there. Literally, it's not an ideal workplace. It's awful. It's very toxic. Uh, his wife's an NYPD officer, and she's a savage. And uh, he resigned, went full time army. Uh, he's still currently deployed, and he had a son, and he named his son Cooper. Coop, coop. Yeah, coop, yeah. coop. And our news is I'm having a baby girl. Whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, she is due June 15th, happy as a clam. 
healthy as a clam. And it took uh, it took about three minutes to identify gender during the sonogram <laughs> because she, her legs were crossed and she was sitting like a lady and she refused to move. So the the doctor that was performing the sonogram at the hospital was taking the uh, like the sonogram wand on the belly mm-hmm. and then she started like jabbing it up and down and then wiggled it left to right rapidly so to like legs, shake yeah. the baby up yeah. and then uh yeah she finally was able to identify the gender of our daughter which was fascinating so excited for you dude i'm all juiced up so now our our joke with mega fan is our kids are going to get married I mean, it's not, like, out of the question. It's not out of the question. But I'm hoping her due date's June 15th. I'm hoping for the 14th because that's the Army's birthday and it's flag day. And then a little fun fact, it's also Uncle Donnie's birthday. (laughs) But if she shows up June 14th, I'm going to get juiced up, mainly because I can't stand odd numbers and the 14th is even. So here's the thing, though, because are you going to have your daughter call Megafan Uncle Megafan. You know where I'm getting at. Is he going to be uncle or is he going to be Megafan? We're not displaying his real name. Yeah. No, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, for sake of privacy. Yeah. OPSEC. <laughs> yeah. It's it's going to be Uncle Megafan. So then they can't get married because that's just weird. Yeah, but they can, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, stop it, bud. Stop. What are you doing? What are you doing? Also, in studio, we we still have uh, <laughs> we have we have BHH pup one of two. So we have uh, we have Sam in studio today. He is my English lab, purebred English yellow. He's six years old and he's just Hi guys. so happy. <laughs> he loves being here. What are you doing, huh? He what just wanted to give Uncle Derek some kisses because he knows we're talking about his sister. Come here, bud. So, so you're gonna have her call him uncle? Yeah. Where do you draw the line? Like, is it all friends that they'll be uncle? Close friends. The inner circle, yeah. Yeah. The inner circle. I mean, there's. There's the obvious, you know, and there's we still gotta determine the Godfather. I'll step into the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many unknowns. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. we don't even have a name confirmed yet. We have some ideas and like front runners, but we don't have a we don't like this is it. Are you going with the Godfather though? Because like the yeah. whole aspect of godparents is like they'll take them to church and they'll guide them after you die. I thought that it was if I die and Colleen dies, then the Godfather steps up. And there's a battle going on and right does now. Does what though? Assumes responsibility as parent. But that's not true though, because in that case. Me and my sister would be split up if our parents die because we got different godparents because that's what you do. You split up the godparents. So I, I asked my dad this the other day because we just went to uh, uh, baptism. I was going to say bar mitzvah, but I'm like, we're not Jewish, so it's definitely a bad baptism. <laughs> but we just went to a baptism, and I'm like, so what's the point? Does that mean that Jill and I would get separated if you two died? And my dad's like, no, you idiot. It just means from for like a religious purpose that you would help guide the person to – you would help guide the baby to like prosperity or whatever. Godparents are among the most important people at a christening who make big promises 
to encourage their godchild to grow in faith and commit to helping them and understand how to live their life in a Christian way. Right. That's the point of a of godparent is to basically lead them into the light of Christianity. So are you gonna be? Are you gonna do godparents? Because like I don't, I, I don't know if I will. Because I'm not gonna do a baptism. I have godparents. I don't know anything. I don't even remember meeting. I have no relationship with my godmother. Oh, really? A hundred percent. But my godfather, like in re- my mom's close friend. Oh, okay. Rip. Gotcha. <laughs> and then my <laughs> godfather, my my yeah, my godfather is my uncle. Yeah. So like who's, same with who's me. Who's a savage, and I love him, and we talk often. Yeah. So like same with me. My ma, my godmother is my mom's sister. And my godfather is my dad's brother, so my aunt, and my uncle. So like we, we talk, but like, it's, it's like it's traditional. It's, yeah, I'll tell you this though: I have an ongoing competition right now about who the godfather is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The godfather. And like your competition. Why are you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. Exactly. Your competition is like if this is about fiscal responsibility, I'll compare <laughs> bank accounts. It is hell, dude. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. That's awesome. So, so I, are you gonna do it though? I, I don't know. We haven't. I haven't sat Colleen down and said, "Are we having godparents?" And who are they? Yeah. Hasn't happened yet. Because if you want to do it the right way, you would need. So like. Gina and I haven't talked about this either. So this is obviously a really good time for her to first hear this on a <laughs> podcast where I'm four drinks in. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I feel like the whole aspect of a godparent or somebody to take over, like remove the, the religious aspect, aspect of this. If Gina and I pass away and our kids are three years old, who's assuming responsibility all the kids should have the same godparents at that point because you don't want to split up the kids. Like, if I have th- three kids, two daughters, one son, and they all have different godparents, they're all just going to be, like, away from each other? Like, that's that's terrible. Agreed. There's a lot to take in. So, like, for me, I'm more concerned about if we die, who's going to take care of these kids than guide them to Jesus. And there's the traditional role compared to the, the reality of a godparent. And I think that that's... You know what I think it is? It's probably, you know, relationship to relationship. I think each family has a different mm. meaning to what a godparent's role is. So let me ask you, not to put you on the spot. What's mine? No, like for your godparents. Do you think e- do you think either one of them would like have led you to the light? Um my godfather would have, yeah. Yeah. You? Again, I think my God, I don't think my Godfather would have necessarily led me to the light, but he would have took me under his wing for sure. Okay. Godmother, I don't think so. Yeah. The, yeah, I think that whole, that whole piece is fascinating, but we haven't, again, we never sat down to talk about it. Right. So, I mean, we're still trying to figure this whole thing out. How many times are you going to watch the Godfather from now until the pregnancy? I think that that's the real question. I think not as often as you would like me to. <laughs> We've watched it three times for you guys. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. All three movies, too. All three of them. Yeah, hell yeah. In the second one is obviously the best. If you're a Godfather fan, the second one rips. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Like, the first one has the highlight of the whole horse head in the bed, you know, like that, the classic. Right. 
three isn't as good. Second one is where it's at. Second one is my favorite. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to dive into all of them. Have you ever watched them like full on? The first full on, yeah. Okay. The other two, it's just kind of like, you know, sparing. Yeah, we watch it every Christmas break. That's that's a lot. We, we sit down, we watch all three of them. She's also Italian, though. Correct. You have to understand, my wife's... She's actually German. German, Irish, and Scottish. We found that out. She's not Italian? No. We'll eliminate the last name. <laughs> I'm, I did. That's what I'm talking it's about. She doesn't have a brother. No, she has a brother. I'm just kidding. Oh, she has... Okay. And she has a lot of cousins, too. Okay. Because I, I straight up eliminated my life's, my wife's last name. I know. That's Her maiden. sweet. On Father's Day. Was that part of the plan? No, just worked out that way because of COVID. <laughs> just wiped it out on Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Bob. <laughs> Your last name is no longer existing after you, after you. You have no legacy. She doesn't have any male cousins that share the same name? No. Wow. Yeah. No. They're all different last names. Okay, so I've actually wanted to ask you this for a while, but I kept forgetting. So I'm going to ask you this now. Let's say you are in college. You meet this really cute girl, and you want to, like, get to know her a little bit more. Her first name's Kelly. I, I couldn't do it. I made that stance in elementary school. So you actually did think about that? Yep, 100%. 100%. 100%. not know, Mike's last name is Kelly. So the, the girl's theoretical name, if they got married, would be Kelly Kelly. Correct. Which, yeah, that was a joke from elementary school, and... It was like second or th- no fourth or fifth grade. The teacher made that joke, and asked, "Okay, well your last name's Kelly. You can't marry Kelly." And then when I got to high school, believe it or not, the gym teacher, who was also a football coach, uh, made that joke and said that I had you know I was I was a boy with two first names. And then that same joke happened to my sister. Yeah. So, and my sister's three years older, so she kind of like preemptively led me through that sure. whole process. But yeah, I w- I that was a stance that I took in elementary school. I just couldn't do it. Are there any girls that you wouldn't date because of their name? First of all, did you meet a Kelly that you're like, ah, I wish? No, no. And coincidentally, the only Kelly that was kind of in my grade or whatever dated one of my good friends. Oh, okay. So, so it, it wasn't was a thing anyways. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a thing anyways, yeah. and I wouldn't date her, so it's fine. I just, Yeah, I just yeah. wouldn't. She's, Is know. there any other names that you'd be like, nah? I mean... What are your thoughts on like old names coming back? Like Betsy or something like that. I, I knew a girl in high school. Her name was Betsy. Yeah, like old, old like Judith. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a massive fan of it. Like, do you have a list of names that you're thinking and you just have to nail one down? Or are you just flying from the, like, shooting from the hip at this point? We have a shared note in our phone where we both have iPhones so we can share it. And we have, you know, like, Colleen's ideas, my ideas. And then we have a column that falls under love. And if we both agree to a name, then it moves to the love column. And there's not many names in the love column. But it also drastically changed when we found out the gender. So when we found out the gender, we're like, okay, now we can actually identify specific gender, you know, gender-related names that we all agree on. And that that finally changed the the direction of the conversation. But, dude, for the longest time, like, it's the whole – 
from a man's perspective, pregnancy is insane. Oh, yeah. Insane. Because there's so many... There's There's been times where I was really, really proud of Colleen, my wife, for those that don't know, um, before we found out we were pregnant. Since finding out that we're pregnant, the proudest moment that I have to date, like so far, since this process started, Colleen... Her hormones are everywhere, and it may be because it's a girl opposed to a boy. Like, all of those things come into play. We don't necessarily know, but for this specific pregnancy, Colleen's very hormonal, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like, whatever. I'll give her a hug. I worship her. She's my best friend. I love her. And from my perspective, she's never looked more beautiful ever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's astounding. She, she is glowing right now. Dude, she's so pretty. And I just want to hug her, and I can't because she doesn't want that. She's like, I just, I, I, I'm not comfortable. And I'm like, okay, but, like, I love you, <laughs> and I just want to hug you. And she's like, I literally don't want that at all. Like, I just want space. I want to lay down. I want to lay on my left side. I'm not good. Like, all of a sudden, I felt like a, a foot, I think. I'm like, this is fascinating because she's, like, she's so small, right? Like, she's... Every week we get this update of what she is in comparison to a fruit. And she's like the size of a sweet potato, like a small yam. So it's nothing insane, right? She only weighs like right. a couple ounces. And um, it's it's interesting to, to navigate these waters because there's – you have to realize that your needs – literally don't matter and you can't get mad at her for not meeting your needs because it's not about you it's just like a part of it so there's so many nuances about how to figure this whole thing out but i'm needy i'm extra i'm needy in a past life i was probably a female like i i'm so bougie about certain things and then all of a sudden i also have just like these insane wants and needs because that's my love language. Mm-hmm. That's not hers. So we're going through that together. And sure. she's like, I just need you to relax. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> like, just hold my hand. Like, just little things. Just, just touch me. Like, I just need you to hold my hand. So all of that's happening. This whole process is fascinating. But she's, you know, she's doing her thing. You know, she's pregnant. She'll do dishes and cry. So I'll just walk up to her and just give her a hug. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, because you can't do anything. I'm not feeling what you're feeling. And what's tough is I don't know if you've ever felt this before in your life. You may have. But for us, it generally happens with, like, muscle spasms or, um, it like, you just have – you lose all control of your body. You just lose control of your body. And you don't have control of your own self, and that drives you insane. That's how she feels every single day. And that's what's killing her. I would need to be admitted if it ever happened to me because I overanalyze everything. Mm-hmm. So I would think that the baby's dead like 47,000 times a day. <laughs> it wouldn't be very good for my mental health at all. And it's crazy, too, because there's you're, there's like this. It's 2023, right? So there's this massive feminist twist to the whole thing about a woman and it's empowering and Oh, it's you're so strong, you're pregnant, and cell division, and like whatever, <laughs> right? So and long like, division. Shout out long division. Yeah, shout out long division, right? <laughs> so all these things are happening. 
I mean, being honest, like here's the here's the honest like Kelly realization that everyone appreciates in the world of transparency and like this is the realness of being pregnant. The first trimester, bro, you don't feel anything. You're just fat. You're just gaining weight for no reason. You're not happy, not into it. You're fat. And then you don't feel confident in your own skin anymore. Like, this is the feedback I'm getting from my wife, who's actively growing a human being. And I'm like, yeah, bro, I I understand that. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that. You know, And it's fascinating. And you're hearing these things from your wife where she's like, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't feel comfortable in my own skin. I don't want – there is – zero percent chance of any intimacy at all period like i just i don't like showering i'm not confident in myself like i don't like this and then you sit there as a man and you're like well i'm doing some push-ups like is it something i did wrong no dude like it is nothing to do with you her hormones are doing this and you're just riding the wave like you're just along for the ride and that's the first trimester. Like, that's how that goes. Like, Colleen's halfway through her pregnancy, and we're past the scary phase of knowing if, like, the baby's going to survive or not. Because, like, the first 12 weeks, you don't announce anything. Right. Because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Post-12 weeks, your chance to skyrocket. We're, you know, we're we're halfway through the pregnancy. We're This is live. You know, we're live. <laughs> this is happening. This is real life. So this little savage warrior princess is growing inside of my wife and I'm I'm working with her through this and it's so insane to wake up every day and I'm just like are you good and it's just like a single heart emoji and I know she's all right and it's just weird everything like your conversations change everything about it changes and then all you have to do is like do you want some soup what are you craving can I get you anything I took the trash out I cleaned some dishes. I vacuumed. You look exhausted. Go to sleep after work. Like, I did A, B, and C, so you don't have to think about it. Like, that's that's your only role. Yeah. And, you know, we've been together since 2013, so we're, we're what, like nine, ten years in? I mean, that's that's been my role anyway, so mm-hmm. there's really no change, right? Like, Colleen cooked. She works really hard. Like, she does her thing. I do my thing, whatever, professionally. And then now it's like, what else can I do to help Whatever, because I I can't do anything. These are her requests. Day of delivery. I have to smuggle things into the hospital. (laughs) Okay? This is it. A sub. She wants a hearty sub. And then she wants Hartman's bourbon. Hell yeah. In a flask. The day she delivers. I'm like... She's not an alcoholic. This no, has nothing no. to do with it's because of our love for whiskey in general. And it's her love for whiskey Correct. in general. Well, that's what I'm saying. And now let me tell you something, friends. Okay, Derek, all of you listeners, I married my wife twice. Okay, I married her once during COVID, and then we had our full-on celebration of marriage in in Maine, which was what we originally planned for post-COVID. I want to marry her again. When she said she wants a flask of whiskey the day she delivers in the room, yeeks. Yeeks, bro. And now she's glowing. Yeah. Oh. Did you ever see like an old. <laughs> Sam's just bought He's Dude, he's a trip. Sammy, no. It, 
Jeremy, he's got to be excited too, though. He's dude. He he changed. Does he know? Oh, he knew before we did. He would lay with her. He would sleep in randomly. We didn't know why. On walks. <laughs> no. Come here. Come. Come. He's fine. When when we're on walks and she takes the leash, he doesn't he doesn't necessarily pull anymore. Like he mm-hmm. slows down. Oh okay. And then every morning he like has to be inside of her soul. I I <laughs> see you, can bud. Just see him. <laughs> he uh, he just wants to give kisses hey, to Uncle Derek. Up 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 up. He. His temperament's been perfect since he was a puppy. He was introduced to a newborn when he was nine weeks old. Yeah. So it's, you know, he's been around families and babies and different dogs and everything else. Like, he's the perfect dog for us at this time. And he's... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stripe Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Definitely changed where we'll say, hey, like, did you feel did you feel your sister? And then his ears will perk up and he'll just look at us and he lays on, on her belly, yeah. you know, just like normal normal dog things but it's really cool to see because he's just such his temperament is unbelievable and he never barks his yeah. temperament's perfect i mean he's just such a good dog i know it's kind of like super cliche to say but you still i mean it kind of hits home right now because you're having one but it's very remarkable that women can do this like have a kid have a kid do like, i mean just it, think about it for a second if 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 the roles were reversed and men were required to have ah, kids. Bro, I wouldn't go to work. I would lay in bed. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm Dude, tired. We, we cancel days because of colds. Yes. Can you imagine being in this state for nine whole months? We would be dumpster fires. We would be Cleveland Browns <laughs> as human beings. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... I wouldn't know how to respond. And I make that reference to Colleen all the time where she's like, I'm tired today. And I'm like, you need a channel. Your inner Sacagawea. 
Okay, that woman <laughs> had a baby during the Lewis and Clark expedition, borderline having mercury poisoning because all they could eat was fish. Right. And then midwinter, she gives birth and then walks this child in her arms across the entire United States. Right. Suck it up, buttercup. You're fine. You know what I mean? Like, be a Kelly. You know, be a Kelly. Yeah. And she'll laugh. I laugh. I shoot the toaster. It's a good time. But it's it's just really insane to see her. And then the first, dude, like, through the entire first trimester, she didn't feel connected to the baby at all. Oh, really? Uh, not at all. That that was my original point where she's like, I, I, all I feel is fat. Like, I just don't feel good. I don't like this. I don't like being pregnant. Second trimester has been, like, very hormonal. Same thing. Not necessarily into it. We find out the gender. Everything changed. Everything changed. Oh, yeah. Now she's like, okay, now I, at least I know what it is, right? Like, it's a girl. That's cool. And then now she's starting to feel kicks. That's starting to happen. So she's – now she feels a little bit more connected. Her, um, her mood has been more stable for sure. And – I just I'm so I'm so proud and like inspired by her that I'm just like God, you're just so yeah. she's so cool. It's just crazy to think about because I we both absolutely love our dogs. Like you and I, like you love Sam. You would do yeah. anything in the world for Sam. I would do anything in the world for Cleo. And I was over at my sister's house last night to watch the Nate Bargatze special, the new one that just came out on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It was the same special that we saw when we went to go see him live, which was super cool. But um, we went to go see it, and it's not that like Bruce faded into the back- background. Bruce is my sister's extremely large, 150-pound Newfoundland. Um, it's not like he faded into the background, but since she had a kid, the kid takes priority, obviously. For, and that's expected, that... Uh, the little Y guy, as I call him, his name's Wyatt. The little Y guy is like now a human and he's there and he demands more attention than Bruce does. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching Bruce like lay on the floor and Wyatt just run over to my sister with open arms and just like automatically hugs her and puts his head on his on her shoulder. And I'm just like, this is a completely different experience that you literally can't get until you have a kid. And right. it's wild to me that because Right now, I cannot fathom loving anything more than Cleo, and it's just only begun. Because once the kid comes into picture, I don't know like how you'll be able to handle it. Like you're an emotional guy, how are you going to be able to handle it? It's just part of it. It's just part of it. And what's really cool is you can sync your love for both the dog and your baby because you get to see their relationship, yeah. you know, from start to finish, and it's just going to be beautiful. I mean, that's the only way to put that. It's just going to be beautiful. And that's what I'm excited for because, like, yeah, it's it's a girl, right? Girls can drink whiskey, too. Hell yeah. And Not until they're 21. Relax. Right. And we have an idea for a name, and naturally, there's some correlations with the initials. Okay. Well, teaser. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. And <laughs> it's it's going to be really cool for that. But she's, you know, I think, I think... Our daughter is going to have a very, very good blend of blue collar, white collar, and, you know, where I came from and where my wife came from. And I think that is, long story short, the advice that I heeded from my father, which he told me marry up, right? And I did. I married up. My wife is not even close to being in my league. She's just not. And... 
everything about her upbringing was way different from mine. It was way more stable, way more middle class to upper middle class. Mine was, you know, lower middle class and not as as stable. And it's going to be incredible to blend both my wife and mine upbringing viewpoints and just overall understanding of life to to develop somebody who's got a blank slate and to have to have Sam there you know like that's going to be awesome to have the pup and then the grandparents involved our daughter's just going to have such a different world view on all points like my family's republican hers is liberal my my family works unbelievably hard her family works unbelievably hard my family didn't make the same money that her family made and then you know like my family's from hardcore buffalo hers is hardcore syracuse like all of those elements are going to come into play and then our daughter's just going to be hit with these different elements of why is dad so loud so hyper so energized why is mom so calm and then adverse like why is mom chest bumping dad like (laughs) what is going on and then all of a sudden sam barked for the first time and it's it's going to be such a really cool blend of all these different elements that our daughter's just gonna you know come into this world and then i'm gonna teach her stuff that i thought was important growing up that i wasn't taught and that's I mean, that's the beautiful thing about this country is that same message of you want it better for the next generation than what you had. And we're going to be able to teach her things like two years old. She's going to be behind a rifle, right? Like those are good things to know. Like this is a tool. It's not a weapon. Right. And my wife is going to teach her about Disney. I'm going to teach her about stacking wood and, you know, like we shovel, right? Like these are elements that that do matter because my sister and I grew up shoveling the driveway. I like you need to be self-reliant. You need to be a lady. And then I'm going to take her out on the first date. I'm going to show her what right looks like, like all of these different things. And then I already told Colleen, I already said it. I'm not paying for the wedding. (laughs) Right. And like, is it going to (laughs) happen? Probably. Right. But like, I'm, I'm setting the precedence that you need to be self-reliant and, like, yeah, you got a safety net, right? Like, your parents are always going to love you, but at the end of the day, life sucks. The world is harsh. Nobody cares about your yeah. feelings. Work harder and be a beast. You know, like, be an absolute savage yeah. because if you're a lion in a world surrounded by sheep, you're always going to be fed. Right. And I think that that's kind of important because you and I shared a similar childhood where our parents were divorced and we were forced to be men very, very, very early on. And we were forced to learn kind of that way where you have to make it for yourself because there's no guarantee it's going to be there for you. How old were you? When my parents separated, I was three or four. How old? No, no, no. When you realized, like, it's on you. When I was early, like seven or eight. I was nine. Yeah. Like, it was very, very young. So I think that you and I are kind of the anomaly here where we're going to force our kids to basically live life like... I don't want to say, like, we're not there because we are there. But, like, you have to learn to do these things in case I can't. Whereas I think other people in our situation that come from divorce households and don't necessarily have our mindset can be setting their kids up to failure because 
they're going to, the men, the dad is going to be taking on all the responsibilities of shoveling the driveway, doing everything, coddling their kid and making sure they don't have to do anything. Whereas you and I are going to be like, no, we got to shovel. You're coming out with me because we're learning this together because I had to do this when I was younger. You're going to learn it now for me because you have to make sure that you can do it if I'm not here. So I think that it's very interesting to see how, especially with you becoming a dad, is how you navigate those waters because being from a divorced household and now raising a kid in a non-divorced household, how things will inherently want to change because you'll want to be the dad, you'll want to be the supportive figure, but at the same time, you and I both know that neither of us will be to that extent where we're going to be like, sit inside, relax, do nothing, especially if you have a boy. It's like, no, get out there and fucking help me shovel. There's going to be long talks with Colleen about, hey, what does a non-divorce household look like? Yeah. And it's... That's kind of interesting. That's an interesting topic. It's it's emotional is yeah. what it is. It's emotional. And it's it's tough because you and I, like you said, are yes, we're in the same boat, but we have to literally sit down and we have to figure that out. That's on us. Mm-hmm. And we have to own that. And it's, it's going to be a tough conversation I don't know what that looks like. My right. parents split when I was two. I don't know what normal is. Like, I have an idea because my mom remarried, right? Like, the whole dinner at 5 o'clock thing. But I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what that looks like. Right. Do I force my kid to dr- sit there and drink the milk? Right? Like, there's those harsh realizations of, of how that acts um, or how that trans- transforms and and transpires, yeah. and I think what I'm going to have to do is rely on my in-laws where I have to ask them, like, what did that look like? Right. What What is normal? Because right. I, I didn't have that growing up, and I'm, I'm at a loss. And, you know, there's other people. There's, you know, there's there's very close friend of mine that are in the same age group that come from stable homes, non-divorced parents, now they're married, raising, you know, one to three kids plus whatever, non-divorced, and they're doing that. So I can just – I can tap into that network and say, what is what does that look like? What do I do? Because I don't – I don't know, you know? And that's – that's a tough pill to swallow. It is. It, it really is. And there's <clears> – <throat> you know, there's whiskey to help, right? But then that that opens up that other door, you know, like – we're both going to be those parents that drink. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, there's some people that don't drink in front of their kids. There's some people that don't drink. Period. One thousand percent not going to be me. Exactly. I'm the shit out of so, front of my kids. So do I? You know, like, what happens if I'm drunk in front of my kid? What does that look like? Yeah. What does that mean for my kid's growth? You know, like, I have a I have a rocks glass that was gifted to me this Christmas from my sister. Who's going to be unbelievably close with her niece that says it's literally branded and says daddy's sippy cup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not going to be empty. Right. Right. So like, do I have one at the end of the day? Like, oh, this is my nightcap. Like we, we both formed a business with a mission statement and tagline in our slogan that says drink responsibly. We're not going to get blitzed, right. but it's going to be a normal thing where I'm going to smell like bourbon. My kid, by the time they're 19, is probably going to smell bourbon and then think of me. That's going to be normal. That's okay. Yeah. 
it's on me to then teach them how to drink responsibly. Right. Like, if you're feeling that buzz, kill it. Right. Right? Like, if you're in a company vehicle, don't get drunk. Don't drink and drive. If you're driving your own private vehicle, (laughs) be smart. If you're starting to feel buzzed, kill it, wait two hours, then drive. Right. Because then you're actually sober. Don't get drunk, wait two hours, and then drive because then you're not sober, yeah. right? Like, Don't drink Ardbeg right before you drive because you'll smell like it for the next foreseeable future. Exactly. So, like, all of these different life lessons. And then what shows do we force our kids to watch? I'm going to force my kid to watch Boy Meets World, <laughs> right? Like, Boy Meets World is going to fill the gaps on the things that I miss. Yeah. And I can watch. I have no problem watching that show again with my daughter and then showing her, yes, like, let me elaborate on that point. Do you understand that point? What did you hear? Mine's going to be Saved by the Bell for sure. Just so I can watch Kelly Kapowski over and over again, you know? 100%. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, when when you're in front of when – you're, when you're presented that opportunity as a parent and Boy Meets World touches on a really key point, pause it, and then look at your daughter and say, what did you hear there? Let them, you know, let her tell you what she heard and then have that open dialogue. Like, Mr. Feeney's right. He's talking about A, B, and C. Like, that is what I'm most excited about. Outside of the dad shoes, outside of, you know, the tube socks and daddy sippy cup and cutting the grass and white picket fence, yellow lab. Like, I'm a veteran, right? Like, the American dream. Like, all of those elements, right? Like, it's going to be really cool to sit down yep. and just talk about life. Right. And then tell her, this sucks. Like, there's elements that suck, and it's okay. Like, this is how you're – this is how you maintain an element of resiliency. This is this, – these are, you know, these are your resources. This is what you rely on. This is what you tap into. Ask me and your mom. You know, if you're not comfortable with me – Ask your mom, and then vice versa. And then at the same time, bring us both into the conversation because we can have both really good points, and then we can both help you guide through any situation. I That is, to me, the most exciting element about the entire thing because then there's us, right? But we also have the in-laws. We also have my parents. We also have my sister. Like, all of these different yeah. people are going to help raise. There's you. There's, like, my circle of friends. There's Colleen's circle of friends. There's... Which, by the grace of God, my circle of friends became Colleen's circle of friends, right? right? Like, it takes a it takes a village, and we're all gonna raise wonderful human beings. And when it when it's your turn, it's gonna be the same thing. And then I'm gonna teach your kid, regardless of gender, like this is how you start a fire. I'll have a boy, and then they'll get married. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, not opposed to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't hate the idea. The It's very interesting to see you go through this process and kind of just, like, take it all in from from your perspective because this is, and this is completely new. This is something that neither of us have gone through together. And, I mean, I kind of feel like you and I are having the baby. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. I mean, this... If for nothing, say the podcast completely fails. Say it the, won't, but it's fine. Correct. Say the <laughs> say the business, the the actual LLC of Buffalo Happy Hour LLC that's registered with the state of New York fails. Right? Like, if you're a new viewer, okay, and you're just you stumbled upon a YouTube short, 
or you just followed us, you just subscribed to us, you have to understand that. First of all, please subscribe. Yes. You have to understand that Derek and I started a legitimate business registered with New York State. Buffalo Happy Hour LLC is a real thing. Like, this is an actual business. This is not just a podcast. This is not just a random platform that you're stumbling upon on social media. This is Derek and I's part-time slash full-time job. There's a lot of energy that goes behind this. And I want you to understand that from day one of recording, episode one to date, you can see the transition and the evolution of Derek and I's not only friendship, professionally, personally, but also our lives. And it's really cool to watch that transpire. And our core audience fell in love with that journey. And that's why they're still with us on this because they're a part of it. And the fact that I'm having a daughter in, you know, we found out we were pregnant October, 2022. She's going to be born June, 2023. It's just another, you know, cherry on the cake, and it's just unbelievable to document this legitimately, and then not, and then right after me, it's you, yeah. and it's going to be really cool because we're going to then have conversations where you're asking me on camera, like, "What about this?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Bro, I was there. Like, I get it." So when you when you have this daughter, would you in okay? So let's say in ten years. We're still doing this, okay? Which we will. Which we're we will. Insane. Yeah, we're we're stubborn and we won't stop. So ten years from now, we're still doing this. Your daughter's ten years old. Would you throw her up like this is our first episode? Watch, watch your dad ten years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. There's no harm in that. Of course. That that's fascinating. That your daughter will be able to watch every single week of your dad's life for ten whole years. Yeah, and we started this podcast after I met her mom. Yeah, right. Which is really cool. But, yeah, I mean, it's just she'll probably sit there and watch and say, look how young you are. Look how in in shape you were. What happened? (laughs) You know, like those comments. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm excited for it. I mean, it's going to be really, really cool to see that whole progression. But there's, God, there's so much we can talk about. So much we can it's, talk it's about. Crazy, mm-hmm. absolutely insane. I mean, I, I'm so excited for you guys. I think that it was obviously going to happen regardless, and it's going to be really cool seeing you two become parents because you, out of my friend group, you're one of the most stable people I've ever met. Like between you and Colleen, that it's it's really going to be cool to see you two become parents and watch you go through this process and like live it every single week. Talking about it. I'm really excited. What do you mean stable? Like, I mean, you have had a stable job for a while. Colleen has had a stable job for a while. And you just both seem very emotionally stable compared to other people in my life. That it's going to be really... And not only that, but with your past and how it's very similar to mine. That I don't have other friends that have gone through the same like divorce and like the same childhood lifestyle as me. So it's going to be interesting to live vicariously through you guys because I feel like our situations are pretty similar, right? Like I really mirror you and Gina really mirrors Colleen. Like that's, that's kind of how things are. Gina came from a very solid family. Her parents are still together. They love each other. Middle class. Her dad is very like, like very, very, I'm doing everything myself. He's a general contractor for Christ's sake. Like my dad is very corporate. 
So it's going to be interesting to see how you and I align and how Gina and Colleen align and like live vicariously through you through that. And I mean, if your daughter goes back and watches all this stuff, I mean, God love her, but like, it's going to be really cool to see her watch that man. Love you, dude. I'm dude, excited. It's going to be, t- it's going to be 10 years of content. It's I know. crazy. I know it's crazy to think about. And it's just because two friends from college had the nuts to just, just start a business. And now this is it. It's going to be really cool. Like if we're not in jail by then because of New York state tax. Correct. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) But Buffalo happy hour has like literally just created another element to its own entity of stability where is it's a reference point and it's going to be really cool. We'll have to do like, I don't know, Paw Patrol happy hour or whatever, where both of our kids get on the mic for 15 minutes and talk about it. Or just cry and scream <laughs> at the microphone. And then we have to, like, tone down the levels of audio. <laughs> We're just in the back producing our kids' podcast, just, like, crushing it. Yeah, getting after it. It'd be pretty cool. Absolutely. All right, Gina, we'll get to work. Enjoy the honeymoon first. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm so excited. We leave in, like, two months. I know we have to literally plan for that. Well, so that's a, that's actually a good point because we've been filming a lot of shorter podcasts. Like our episodes have been anywhere from thirty to forty minutes. This one is a little bit longer, so we'll probably only do one today. We're at fifty yeah. minutes already. But for all you listening and wondering, kind of why we're getting very shorter on time, we have to backlog a lot. I'm basically gone the entire month of April. I'm spending two weeks in Scotland and then two weeks in India. So I'm going to be gone the entire month of April. So we're trying to do as much content for you as possible. That way we don't miss any weeks for you guys to watch while I'm gone. We have enough special interviews for you guys to watch again while I'm gone. So we're not kind of missing any Friday uploads. And basically you guys don't even know that I'm gone. So that's why we're doing so much. And um, eventually we'll always want a backlog because it helps Mike and I be more creative with commercials and be able to do some extracurricular stuff that we actually enjoy filming. Obviously we enjoy these episodes, but from a, from an editing standpoint, the, the commercials are definitely where it's at. So for you guys watching, that's kind of why we're doing more of uh, these batch recordings and everything, which hopefully are even more enjoyable for you because as we do these batch recordings and we're three hours into our recording session, we probably drank seven wi- glasses of whiskey and we're already pretty deep. So this SSD is fucking hot. Jesus I know Christ. we got to end it. Yeah. We we will be doing <clears> – <throat> I'm going to say this so it holds us to it, okay? So every month – I don't know what day of this month, but every month we're going to be releasing a specific only Patreon episode. That way we can hold us to it. Hell, yeah. So we'll pre-plan it. It'll be off the rails because no family will be watching because no family is on Patreon. But it'll be off the rails. It'll be a complete disaster. And if you guys want to watch it, it'll be available for anybody that is $3 and above, $5 and above, Any tier. And above. Any Patreon. Maybe not $1. No one's $1. I think there's one person that's $1. Any Patreon. If they're investing every single month, okay. we got to we gotta hook them up. Okay. We got to support the boys. So once and a month, girls. we'll be in gals. And those that don't identify either one of those. So... Once a month, we'll be uploading to you guys specifically just for you. No one else will get the episode because we want to have an off-the-rails episode where we kind of just, like, talk, you know, just hang out, no no guardrails, and we just go crazy. So if you want to join that, go to patreon.com slash buffalohappyhour and check us out over there. Yes, and then if, if 
you're a Patreon member and you have recommendations of what you specifically want us to hammer, talk about, go over, discuss, answer, whatever. Q&A, yeah, for sure. Let us know. Let us know in the Patreon app and then we will see you over there and then we will just go off the rails with all of you and we're super excited about it. All right, Michael. Well, this was a good episode. I'm I'm really excited to that you announced that today. That's definitely going to be the fun- thumbnail. So we have to kind of make you have a face to the camera so I can Photoshop you on a body with a dad and a baby. But yeah, so that's today's episode. So if you are excited to continue with our journey through our life every single week, three times a week, where we talk and we basically put our life on the internet, and you can see Michael becoming a dad. It's pretty sweet. So give us a like, give us a comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and make sure you tune in next week where we continue talking about basically useless facts. And eventually we'll update you on Michael's baby as soon as Colleen delivers. That's right. Anything else? No. I, uh, I'm i excited for this. I appreciate you. And I'm excited to uh, you know, tap into the resources necessary to develop a wonderful Republican human being. <laughs> Well, especially if she's born on Donnie's birthday. If she shows up a day early on (laughs) Uncle Donnie's birthday, you know, number 45, we're going to get after it. Hell yeah. Thank you, everybody. If you do enjoy today's conversation, you are drinking with us. Please remember, always drink. Just watch the vegan person. And Michael. Do not litter. We're out. your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first Bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.